Hi, my name is Soli. And my name is Shafali. And welcome to the Why Not Health podcast. Why Not Health is an organization of students working to increase awareness surrounding underrepresented health issues in Southeast Asia. We'll be having open and honest conversations about everything, including consent culture to body shaming and eating disorders. We're super excited to shed light on the differences between health in Southeast Asia and the United States, and we hope you'll join us. Wow. What if what if your partner feels left out? Well, usually it's more of because I'm I'm just giving an example. If I have to choose between like, you know, going for this meeting or like going out on a date, then I'll cancel the date because at this point, right, my career is more important than my relationship. And that's actually the same approach from, from my girlfriend as well. And we don't feel left out because we have the same mindset. And like, if she has something, she'd be like, I have, hey, I have an assignment. Hey, I have this, I have that. So we're not gonna be meeting, we're not gonna be uh, meeting today. And our, our career and not, not just our career, but like our development is the most important and we always have to prioritize our development. And within a relationship, if you take it, if you take that into a relationship, then if you're improving yourself, you're making it better for the other person because you're improving. So that's kind of help the other, that's kind of help the relationship itself. And if both people are doing that, then you guys have the input to it. So, and it's, it's much easier than you, um, I mean, it's much easier than the other, like you trying to see how the other person can help the relationship and how the other person try to always try to see how you can improve the relationship. You just do it, you do it, like you do your side of it and the other person does their side of it. I actually agree with this. Like when at first when you were saying that, I was like, huh? But then now I get it because I feel like when two people are not on the same page, one person is prioritizing themselves and the other person is prioritizing the other person. It's like so unequal. And I feel like that's how relationships become toxic because one person is like so focused on the other person that they're not working on themselves, which I feel like you need, like you can be focused on another person, but you also need to realize that you like, you're, you're a human being too. And you need to like give yourself love and like keep making yourself better. So you could contribute equally to the relationship. Because if you have one person that's like focused on bettering themselves and the other person isn't, it's just not, you're not going to grow together in the right way. I think. Yeah. I agree with that. Right. And also just something that I, I think to myself, um, my girlfriend and I, we talk about it and it's something that we have, we agree with each other. It's like, if you're not going to work on yourself or if you're going to work on the other person, then what if this relationship's not going to work out? And then like, if the relationship's over, the other person, it's like a great person. They have been having so much personal development and you're just there, like having no personal development. Like you don't have anything for yourself. So there, there's that selfish, I would say, well, like in, in like in quotation like selfish aspect of it I say but not too selfish there is always there has to always be a balance though right you can't focus too much on yourself a great topic a great way to conduct our next episode of our podcast welcome back to why not health what is the topic of this podcast I guess <laughs> Feeling ready and giving consent. So in the previous episode, we have established what is sex and why is it so important? I think the next step is to talk about how can we conduct sex safely once we have 
define the terms and know the boundaries and everything. Um, so I, I think this is where we're gonna be. Yeah, how, just how, how to conduct sex safely. This directly relates to what Quad just said, how to make sure that your partner and you are on the same page, not just about development, you know, self-development and self-love in a relationship, but also in sex. Um, I guess I will yield the floor to you, Kwa, since like you're on this kind of like momentum talking about balance and knowing yourself, knowing your partner and kind of like communication in that. What's your take on this? That's a, um, well, I mean, just from like a macro perspective then everything needs to be in balance. But then if you're dissecting it, then there's a lot to talk about though. However, I wanna kind of first start with like a point before we go, we dive into like uh, talking about like more on sex and consent. I think I wanna, I wanna bring up the point that don't, to not assume anything, like don't assume anything. For example, don't assume that you are ready for it. Really ask yourself, don't assume that, oh, like I'm like 20 years old, 21 years old, I must be ready for it. You know, don't assume that your partner is ready. Don't assume that they know what you know. And don't assume that you should know what they know. And that's kind of, that's, that's taking the open openness, open-mindedness to a new level. And that will allow you to really, really communicate with your partner or with whoever you're talking to, even like a counselor or something, stuff like that, and be able to establish the boundaries. Like every, I think every like new, like every like, sex talk with like a new partner should start off with what do you know instead of oh should we do this 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 and just start off with what do you know then start drawing the boundaries and then kind of find a comfort level that's just my take on it what do you guys think um i'm gonna answer based on let's say a different perspective let's say sex with strangers right because you've kind of talked about sex in relationships so you do have you can afford to have the communication and understanding because you've invested time in each other but with a person that you haven't invested time with I think the most important thing for me when it comes to sex is that to understand that it's intimate so it's a choice that you're making to share yourself with another individual and no one is entitled to that intimacy so therefore you are in complete control of making that choice and you should make that choice when you're ready. So the only person you need to consult first is you. And then once you get into the interaction with a person that you've chosen to share that intimacy with, then you can proceed with the kind of communication that is suiting to that situation. Yeah, I think adding to that, the most important thing would be to like, don't lie to yourself about what you want to do and what what you do want to do like if someone is pressuring you to do something you should think about it think about what you want first before you do anything I think communication with yourself is super important especially when you're having like sex with strangers yeah I think that's all just being do not lie to yourself like like that's the number one most important thing I think that's very very important don't lie to yourself also to add on top of that I think don't feel guilty about being a virgin I don't know why but for so long, so many people have felt incredibly guilty for not having sex or have not done sex before. 
I don't think it's something to be shameful of. Sex means different things to different people. Sex to certain people can be that one intimate moment you share with someone who you truly feel important, who you truly feel special. And maybe because you haven't found that special person, and therefore you decide to not share that intimate moment with. Because for you, sex means that kind of like special. Speechless bonding that only two people can understand, and that's totally fine. And then sex for some other people can just be a way of communication, another way that two people get to know each other. And you you see that like for some people, sex is something at the beginning of a relationship. For some other people, it means something that is at the top, at the peak of a relationship. And You know yourself best, so I don't think there should be any guilt about being a virgin at all. I, I think this topic is more relevant to our audience who are located in the United States. A lot of people in Southeast Asia uh, don't really talk about the topic of being a virgin, but. A lot of you know young adults, Southeast Asians, immigrants, or Southeast Asian Americans who are living in America. Felt the pressure and the guilt of being virgin just because the peers around them tend to have sex earlier at this stage of development from the age of let's say 16 anywhere to 22, and I I think it's okay to save that moment when you feel ready and you feel special to to share that with someone else. On the flip side of that coin, I also don't think you should ever feel guilty for not. Wanting to have sex more often, I think that's also your choice to have. Some people biologically just have a higher sex drive than other people because of the hormones you produce in your body, and this is something you yourself cannot control. I mean, there are things that you can do to control it, but it's just the difference between. Individuals to individuals, it's not your fault as well. It's it's not your fault. The biology drive you to wanting to have something more. It's like people wanting to eat more, people wanting to drink more, people wanting to go exercise more. It's just a biology difference between individuals to individuals. So, like Hua and Bibi said, don't judge, don't assume. Don't ever jump into anything too fast. When you have not asked yourself that question, what do you want? Do you want sex? Go get it. Do you not want sex? Don't have it. I think that conversation with yourself is really important. Um, I really like what you just said. Um, especially that point you made about the guilt of being a virgin. I think that's something that I think a lot of us may have already experienced that through our journey. And the way that I can think of it now, like reflecting back on it, I think my guilt of being a virgin just reflected my desire to grow up faster. I just wanted to have sex because I thought that would make me like an adult, like a woman. Like the moment I kind of turned to the age of growing up, for me that was the next step of growing up. But now looking back at it, it doesn't make any sense. You can totally be an adult without having the rite of passage that is sex. So when I take away now, when I think of it and take away my desire to or my rush to grow up, now I don't really experience or understand that guilt of being a virgin anymore because it's then it's just a personal choice. It's no longer you feeling bad for falling behind. Nancy, I think it's interesting how you talked about two sides of the coin, like feeling guilty for wanting to have sex and then feeling guilty for being a virgin. And I feel like these two like flip sides of the coin 
somehow come from like the media like I feel like especially for girls they're always telling us like oh if you don't have sex you're prude and you're like boring and you're not growing up fast enough but then if you're having too much sex you're like a slut and like all this like so much taboo surrounding it there there's no way to be like you can't want it too much but you also have to have it so it's like where exactly do we fall along the line and it's just another way of like controlling women and like not wanting them to reach sexual liberation because you can't do anything like you can't make any decisions you're just like stuck in indecision that's what kind of made me realize like no matter what I do it's always going to be seen wrong by like other people and I'm I'm always going to feel guilty for something you just need to accept what you want in the moment and realize like your time will come for whatever you want to do like when you make that decision it'll feel right to you and you'll know like when it's good for you and you shouldn't like look to others or like the media or like examples set out by others um, to figure out what you want especially when it comes to sex I think Nancy made like a really great point. And just from a guy perspective, right? Girl, if you, if like a guy, if like your guy make you feel like guilty for not having sex or make you feel guilty for have, wanting to have sex, he's done, it's not worth it. So I don't think, I don't think if like, if, and guys, if you make your girl feel that way, you're doing it wrong. So you better talk about it. You better sit and talk about it because if you're making someone feel un- uncomfortable, you're, you're doing it wrong. Second, I think there is a balance for everyone and that balance varies hugely, right? So don't feel like you have to have sex so that your, your relationship can be happy. That's, that's not, that, you, don't, you don't go to sex so that your relationship is happy. I think it's a consequence of a happy relationship, I would say. But you can use it to improve your relationship but if your relationship isn't happy from the start, then there are some serious fundamentals that need to be talked about. And I don't think sex is a problem. I think there is, well, go back to the point, there is a balance. I know that some of my friends, they, sex is something that's essential for their relationship. And that kind of like, that really ties into their happiness. And, but for others, a really, really close friend of mine, they just got married two years ago. They saved themselves from marriage, no sex, no sexual interaction whatsoever. And I, I have to say, I like they like they're the first couple that I've seen that like they saved to marriage and they are they can't be happier. I'm looking at them, I'm like, first of all, good for you. Second of all, like I don't understand how you do it. But that's 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 just an example, and they are very close to me. They are a family friend, so I would say there is a balance. And in this case, right, if you even if you consider like the two extreme, I would say it's still a very very acceptable. Nothing is unacceptable, right? So that's that should be like a mindset that you go that that you should have going into this. If you ever feel uncomfortable someone's pressuring you, they're doing it wrong. Thank you so much for that. Okay, first of all, anything, anyone pressuring you into anything is just no-no, especially when it comes to sex, that's even more no-no. On this topic, actually, it's very interesting. I want to talk briefly, not briefly, actually in details, about preventive methods. I feel like a lot of people are not ready for sex, not because they they don't want to have sex, but more because they are scared of the consequences of unsafe sexual conduct. 
not knowing the preventive methods going into sex is actually very dangerous. Sometimes people are ready, well, but when I say ready, I mean actually understand the consequences, the biology behind what happens when, you know, sperm meets egg or when two genitals meet. Like these are things that you can prep yourself before having sexual intercourse or just having sex with at any level with your partner and I believe personally this is a very important conversation to have with your partner so with my partner and I we talk extensively about birth control uh, condoms you know IUD different mechanical contraceptives these are all things that you know we all have to actually talk about and we decide that we kind of like don't want to do anything until we are both safe. We're both kind of like happy with the level of protection that we use for ourselves in case something bad happened, then we know how to handle it. I'd be very honest and straightforward with my male partner. It has, he has to have condoms on whenever we do anything. And for me, I don't feel comfortable until I have cop or IUD. And that's kind of something that I highly recommend for fellow women out there. Um, something that most women don't know is birth control is a hormonal contraception. And when it comes to hormonal contraception, it can really fluctuate your mood. It's because it's extra hormones in your body and hormones control how you feel. Hormones sometimes control what you how you perceive yourself. And with a lot of, you know, female out there, hormones, sorry, birth control can also contribute to weight gain because you are kind of like just extra hormones in your body. And this can be very hard to deal with. So when it comes to contraceptions, I would say that if possible, definitely look into mechanical contraceptions out there. The options are on the market and you, you, you know, that might work for you. Another thing that I want to talk on contraceptions is that the contraception that works for your friend might not work for you even though it's the same exact brand. Different people work well with different brand. And these are kind of, kind of the things that you need to test out on your own. It's very trial and error until you find the one product that you kind of like do well with. And that's something that you're gonna stick to. But you definitely have should talk to your doctors before you entering this realm of contraceptions. There's so many out there that it can be very confusing. But I definitely think if by having these conversations with your um, primary care doctors, they can definitely help you out. I'll be honest, like when I was in high school, I was like extremely paranoid and scared all the time just because of this reason, because it had been so ingrained in me. Like if something bad happens, like unwanted pregnancy, life is over, basically done. And like, I was so paranoid. And especially because I just didn't know the like contraceptive options because no one really told it to me. And it wasn't super accessible to me as like 18 years old. And I feel like that's what for me at least created so much like uneasiness and uncomfortableness around sex. Like I was ready to have it, but I wasn't ready for the consequences. And I didn't know how to navigate that. So I feel like, especially for young people, like feeling comfortable with sex, is definitely something that's related to like understanding your options and how to protect yourself for sure. And that wraps up our conversation for today. Join us next week when we talk about our first times, good resources to use to learn about sex, and when your partner or even a stranger is uncomfortable during sex. See you later.